The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. Hi, everybody. I'm on cue. <laughs> yes, you are. The podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? Now that I've been talking to you for a little while, James, I'm feeling zen. <laughs> that is a lie. But what's not a lie <laughs> is this first question from a listener, and I say first, it's the only it? one. <laughs> we are not doing two questions, just one. Here it is. Hey there, I am a high school student and have been having a series of misunderstandings with a girl. We've known each other since kindergarten and had a really strong friendship, but recently it hasn't worked out well anymore. Throughout the years, it was common for us to be close and then far away from each other, but in recent years, we have become closer to the never. I, I really do like her. Uh, she makes me be the best, I, uh, best me I can be, and I feel I do the same around her. The problem is that now we talk for about two months and then she stops being the lovable person she was to me. Uh, it must be the third time we have done that and I hate it so much. Usually after a month without talking to her, uh, I, uh, an utterly bad month, she just shows up saying how much she misses me and how bad her month has been without me. Normally we talk every day for a couple months and then she just changes and becomes colder and I get sad not knowing if I've done something wrong. I feel that it's happening again and I don't know if I should try my best to not let it happen or just give up and accept that we are two different people now. Anyway, thank you guys for a great podcast. All right, take it away, Steve. One of the things that I'm impressed by, James, is if you look back over the last six weeks or so, we have a lot of young listeners that are <laughs> like drinking in our wisdom, and that's impressive to me. And a little scary. And, uh, <laughs> a little scary, that's right. We're shaping the minds of the next generation, James. <laughs> yes, poor them. Ah, they're going to grow up to be just like me and you. Uh, and we're basically the same person, James. You whoa, and I, we share whoa. a heartbeat. You take that yeah. back. That's the worst yeah. thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> But the, the interesting thing about the question, we've had this thematically before, is where do you draw the line when it comes to the word intimacy? That there is a certain intimacy that friends have and an intimacy that romantic partners have. And the romantic intimacy, what it has that the friendship intimacy doesn't have is just a little spark of, of sexual chemistry, a little bit of attraction, like physical attractiveness that makes that person move out of the friend zone into the potential relationship zone. When you married your wife, you had to think to yourself, I am not going to make out with anyone ever again the rest of my life except this person. And so <laughs> that person has to really fit in your perception of somebody that you would like to make out with for the rest of your life. So that's what the romantic has. And with her coming in and out of his life, I almost wonder, I'm guessing that they don't live near each other. I don't remember if you said that specifically, but if they went to high school together, they'd have algebra class fourth period and he'd see her every day. But be that as it may, it might be that she just has other interests that she gets involved with, and he's her fallback guy, that if she has a new boyfriend, she'll spend all her time directing it toward him. If she gets into, it's basketball season and she plays basketball, she might put all her energy into that. There might be a project for English that's due in a couple weeks, and she's got to put all her energy with her study group into that. So... He may not necessarily be low on her totem pole, but he's not at the top all the time. 
And because he may have a little more investment in her than she has in him, that hurts his feelings. He feels like he's being minimized by her. But that may be the case. He might be her fallback guy, like I said a second ago, or it may not be. He's just her friend that when she has time in her life, she likes spending time with him. So he can look at it in a positive or a negative way. My preference would be positive. Uh, you know, this was one of the more interesting letters we've got, actually, once I, once I read it on air. I realized that because what we're just reading between the lines what's not said. Uh, I guess, first of all, you and I both assume the, uh, the letter writer was male just because he specified he's having misunderstandings with a girl and the connotations are like, oh, romantic. But if you really look like, I mean, it could be... <coughs> It could be another girl having misunderstandings. It could be a boy, and it could be strictly platonic. He doesn't actually say he wants a deeper romantic relationship with her. It could be that he just wants that more intimate friendship, uh, and that she's cutting in and out. And I don't know if you've ever had friends like this. I had friends like this uh, off and on through high school. Somebody who'd be like really intensely into you. You'd be like their best friend. They'd want to hang out all the time. And then a month later, they'd find some other interest that'd be the fad of the moment. It could be another person. It could be another thing. It could be whatever. And they would cut out of your life, and then they would all of a sudden come back, and it'd be just as intense before yeah. and it'd be gone it's exhausting uh and I'm, i tend to be more stable in the middle of the road uh and at this point now at 33 that person just isn't in my life at all anymore i mean I, as you get older as you drift apart geographically like somebody who's hot and cold like that eventually you get cold and you just stay cold there's not the chance to uh to reignite so i don't know that there's anything necessarily nefarious about what she's doing i i would guess that maybe she's just one of those people who uh whose interests change she gets into something in the moment and that's what she's into and it could be a person it could be a sport it could be a project it could be whatever uh, and I think if this is the dynamic that you've had since kindergarten I think what you've got is what you're going to get I, th I think it's unrealistic to expect a total transformation at this point uh, this is the dynamic you've established and you are the guy you are the friend she comes back to uh, in between whatever else she's doing and if that's enough for you great and if it's not enough for you then maybe it's time for you to develop <laughs> some stronger friendships with somebody else because I don't really see this dynamic changing yeah, that's the one thing that sort of sticks out about the letter writer, which is, you know, you brought up this could be a girl, and I thought, God dang, I didn't even think of that. That's actually a great point. I don't know why my brain went with your brain, but that, like we both sort of assumed it was a guy at first, and then you have more flexibility of thought than me because you're a little loopier than I am. But yeah, I think uh, for the letter writer, why are all your eggs in this basket? Like, it is great guns going fantastic when she's talking to you, and then your life wanders through the desert of agony and misery for 40 days and 40 nights until she comes back. Like, get your own stuff going on. Get involved in clubs at school or get involved in a sport or just get involved in fantasy basketball or fantasy baseball like just get an interest that allows you to channel some of that interpersonal energy in a different direction yeah, I think, uh, and I, I'm sure this is something you believe. I'm just going to put words in your mouth, Steve. But I think one of the biggest things about any relationship is you can't necessarily change another person. You can just change yourself and change your expectations. You can't count on somebody else to change, especially when you don't really have any leverage over them. It's not like you two have, have made a lifelong commitment to each other and you're in this together, so you have to meet halfway. I mean, you're just platonic friends. So really, uh, you know, you, you don't owe anybody anything. And if this is how she likes to run her life, I mean, if she were to write us a letter, it might be that she's perfectly content. She gets to go and have exciting new things and experiences with different people and different events all the time uh, and that's how she wants it so my biggest recommendation would be to develop some other friendships that are more middle of the road and they might not be as intense all the time as, as the one you have with this one but it's going to give you more stability and you might not have the lies but not the lies you might not have the highs but you also won't have the lows you'll have somebody uh, who's always there with you more consistently I mean that's a skill you need too and plus you've got to remember that you're about to go off to college and I think when most of us hit college your friendship group almost 
almost completely changes anyway. I mean, the people who I still hang out with today, the people I hung out with my first three years in high school, I have almost no contact with. There was a group I met of younger kids when I was a senior in high school, and I still have contact with them, and a handful of people from college, and that's really it. I'd, and again, maybe Steve's different than I am. Maybe I, I, I can't imagine he's terribly social. Maybe you have more friends than I do, but, but you, by the time you get to your mid-30s, 40s, or if you're like Steve, your 90s, I mean, the number of people you actually consistently maintain contact with outside your marriage, I mean, it becomes pretty small. And I don't know that this person who's on again, off again, is going to be a long-term keeper. I think it's going to be somebody who maybe you reconnect with in a, at a reunion or on Facebook every five or 10 years. But other than that, they're not going to be somebody who's hanging out with you every week. And I, I don't see that changing. Yeah. And even when you do get married, when you get to be an old man like James, you get married <laughs> like you, you, and I brought this concept up before on this show, but I'll say it again. There's a, a term called interdependence, which means you're not dependent on each other. You sort of have your own lives, but then you have your life in common. And uh, I would be a little miffed if my wife started dating somebody. Else, <laughs> she has her own thing. She's into things. She has her friends. She has people she communicates with on social media. Like she sort of has her life and then we have our life together. And that's a whole lot healthier than relying solely on each other for that kind of support and stability and emotional investment. Well, there you have it. Me and Steve agree again this week. Find other friends. Don't put your all your eggs in this basket, and uh, and let that girl do what she will. It's uh, maybe she's just not the friend for you. If you have a question you'd like us to solve, or in this case, not solve in ten minutes or less, please. Uh, <laughs> it's just not the advice you wanted, probably he or she. Uh, so if you have a, if you have a question you'd like a hard truth for, uh, please send <laughs> send an email to James Breakwell at Exploding Unicorn. Dot com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. Uh, and we will take any kind of questions. Sometimes they're husband-wife issues like the title, you know, uh, 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage suggests. Other times it's just friends in high school. We will take literally any relationship and take a crack at it in 10 minutes or less. Uh, this is... We haven't had a marriage question in a long time. Just no, I, I think people have given up on us with marriage advice. That's okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll specialize in high school platonic relationships. Maybe that's Dr. Beach. <laughs> In the meantime, this has been 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.